0: And we're joined on the line now by Grethel Mutau, Chartered Accountant and Development Economist. Good morning, Grethel. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to the listeners. Now, Grethel, uh, once again, let's just take another look at uh, Anglo-American and those uh, very disappointing results uh, that were announced yesterday. What does this mean for the organization and more specifically for jobs in South Africa?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's really disappointing and we're seeing across uh, the entire mining sector uh, I mean, this eventually uh, uh, means that uh, jobs will be lost. We're looking at, uh, and this is uh, globally, we're looking at uh, um, uh, uh, about 85,000 jobs uh, potentially being impacted. Um, so this is really, you know, this is really significant. I mean, we saw last week with um, Axial also uh, uh, posting posting uh, huge losses, 8.5 billion uh, loss. Um, And we know that Glencoe, at at the moment, it's sitting at one notch above uh, junk status. And and this is after um, Anglo-American was downgraded to junk status uh, about uh, uh, two years ago. So the mining sector is really not looking uh, good. Now, just looking at uh, Anglo itself, they're uh, trying to tackle debt, um, and they've decided now that they will just focus on 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 the uh, uh, diamonds, on the platinum, and, and and on copper. They have posted uh, um, almost double the similar losses that they posted last year. Last year they posted 2.5 billion loss, and this year they posted posted 5.6 billion. And this is on the back of falling uh, revenues um, as uh, um, as a result of the falling commodity prices and low demand that we have been seeing coming from from, uh, China. So they have introduced, uh, um, when they released their results yesterday, that they will be restructuring. That uh, means they will sell off some of um, their assets as they try to deal with this uh, debt. Uh, But what is very interesting, Sakina, is that their market capitalization has shrunk significantly from when they listed in 1999 on the London Stock Exchange, uh, from 9.9 billion to 5.6 billion currently. And noting that at some point in 2011, they were actually sitting at uh, 31 billion uh, market capitalization. So this is really, really significant. But while I'm on this point, um, I think it's, it's, it's important also to know to 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 mention that. Moody's has issued another warning um, about potentially South Africa going into recession. And we know that uh, they've actually been a lot more favorable in terms of rating South Africa um, as compared to, um, to the other uh, rating agencies. So that actually put us two notches above uh, uh, junk status. And we see that their tone is beginning to, um, to change from the statement that they issued uh, at uh, the beginning of this month um, and I think one can you know somehow begin to see that you know really things are getting um, things are, are, are a lot worse than um, what we actually see at the moment.
0: Okay we are dying for some good news. SAA uh, Grethel uh, they have requested an extension from Parliament to table their annual report from February to March. Now how does this impact on parliamentary oversight?
1: Mm. You see, in terms of uh, the Public Finance Management Act, uh, this is Section 40, uh, the shareholder representative is, is uh, expected to table the annual report to Parliament within five months of the year end. And the year end of the SAA uh, is the 31st March. So basically the financial statements and, and which are included in the annual report should have been tabled to Parliament at the end of August last year. Now, these are the 25. financial statements that we are talking about. Now, the impact of this is that uh, Parliament does not have anything to hold um, uh, uh, SAA accountable to or or accountable on, uh, given the fact that um, they are not aware or or, or they have not been... um, the activities of SAA have not been tabled, the financial statements have not been tabled, as well as the audit report. So that really does impact on, on uh, oversight of SAA of, um, of, of uh, by, uh, by, by, by Parliament. The issue here um, is around going concern, And when one looks at the 2013-14 uh, financial statements, now which, this is the year that uh, was tabled before this year that we're talking about, SAA actually reported um, a net asset loss of $4.8 billion. and so that means that um, in actual fact instead of having net assets, um, SAA is actually having net liabilities. And the auditors are obviously then asking and saying, oh, hold on a moment. So this means that you're actually not going to be able, given the fact that your liabilities exceed your assets, you're not going to be able to have money going forward um, to run the operations. Now, you know, this would trigger, um, considering the fact that SAA actually has debt. So if the auditors were to issue that opinion that says, we don't know whether you're going to be able to continue operating in the future, the creditors that have issued long-term debt to SAA might actually say, no, hold on, SAA now, you know, we are worried you must now pay us. So it could actually uh, uh, trigger uh, a a covenant for SAA. And, again, this is one thing that the rating agencies have been really concerned about, the fact that SOEs, uh, amongst others, seems to be the drain to the fiscal. And, of course, they, they, you know, the rating agencies would be, would be, would be watching. But uh, before I, uh, we, we end on this point, Sakina, it's very important to note that we are in 2015-2016, which year is ending at the end of March. Now, that means that SAA um, has not been able to be accountable um, to Parliament for the past year, and already we, 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 we finished with, with the new year, which really is a concern.